0: A Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us for our Revived by the Word episode today. Welcome Bronwyn. Kia ora. I'm Bronwyn and I'm so excited about reading to you the Word of God. And um, in Psalm 119 it says, revive me by your word just like you promised you would. So come and join in and listen and be revived by his word. Luke chapter 14. One day Jesus was on his way to dine with a prominent Jewish religious leader for the Sabbath meal. Everyone was watching him to see if he would heal anyone on the Sabbath. Just then, standing right in front of him, was a man suffering with his limbs swollen with fluid. Jesus asked the experts of the law and the Pharisees who were present, Is it permitted within the law to heal a man on the Sabbath day? Is it right or wrong? No one dared to answer. So Jesus turned to the sick man, took hold of him and released healing to him and then sent him on his way. Jesus said to them all, If one of your children or one of your animals fell into a well, wouldn't you do all you could do to rescue them even if it was a Sabbath day? There was nothing they could say. All were silenced. When Jesus noticed how the guests for the meal were all vying for the seats of honour, he shared the story with the guests around the table. When you are invited to an important social function, don't be quick to sit near the head of the table, choosing the seat of honour. What will happen when someone more distinguished than you arrives? The host will then bring him over to where you are sitting and ask for your seat, saying in front of all the guests, You're in the wrong place. Please give this person your seat. Disgraced, you will have to take whatever seat is left. Instead, when you're invited to a banquet, you should choose to sit in the lowest place so that when your host comes and sees you there, he may say, My friend, come with me and let me seat you in a better place. Then in front of all the other guests at the banquet, you will be honored and seated in the place of highest respect. Remember this, everyone with a lofty opinion of who he is and who who seeks to raise himself up will be humbled before all. And everyone with a modest opinion of who he is and chooses to humble himself will be raised up before all. Then Jesus turned to his host and said, When you throw a banquet, just don't invite your friends, relatives or rich neighbors, for it is likely they will return the favor. It is better to invite those who never get an invitation. Invite the poor to your banquet, along with the outcast, the handicapped and the blind, those who could never repay you the favour. Then you will experience a great blessing in this life, and at the resurrection of the godly you will receive a full reward. When they heard this, one of the dinner guests said to Jesus, some day God will have a kingdom feast and our happy and privileged will be the ones who get to share in that joy. Jesus replied with this parable. There was a man who invited many to join him in a great feast. When the day of the feast arrived the host instructed his servants to notify all the invited guests and tell them, "Come, for everything is now ready for you." But one by one they all made excuses. One said, I can't come, I just brought some property and I'm obligated to go and look it over. Another said, please accept my regrets for I just purchased five teams of oxen and I need to make sure they can pull the plough. Another one said, I can't, come because I just got married. The servant reported back to the host and told him of all their excuses. So the master became angry and said to his servant, Go at once throughout the city and invite everyone you find, the poor, the blind, the disabled, the hurting and the lonely, and invite them to my banquet. When the servant returned to his master, he said, Sir, I have done what you have asked, but there's still room for more. So the master told him, all right, go out again and this time bring them all back with you. Persuade the beggars on the street, the outcasts, even the homeless. Urgently insist that they come in and enjoy the feast so that my house will be full. I say to you all, the one who receives an invitation to feast with me and and makes excuses will never enjoy my banquet. As massive crowds followed Jesus, he turned to them and said, When you follow me as your disciple, you must put aside your father, your mother, your wife, your sisters, your brothers. Yes, you will, even, it, you will even seem as though you hate your own life. This is the price you'll pay to be considered one of my followers. And anyone who comes to me must be willing to share my cross and experience it as his own, or he cannot be considered to be my disciple. So don't follow me without considering what it will cost you. For who would construct a house before first sitting down to estimate the cost to complete it? Otherwise he may lay lay the foundation and not be able to finish. The neighbours will ridicule him saying, look at him, he started to build but he couldn't complete it. Have you ever heard of a commander who goes out to war without first sitting down with his strategic planning to determine the strength of his army to win the war against a stronger opponent? If he knows he doesn't stand a chance of winning the war, the wise commander will send out delegates to ask for the terms of peace. Likewise, unless you surrender all to me, giving up all you possess, you cannot be one of my disciples. Salt is good for seasoning, but if a salt was to lose its flavour, how could it ever be restored? It will never be useful again, not even fit for the soil or the manure pile. If you have ears opened by the Spirit, then hear the meaning of of what I have said and apply it to yourselves. Chapter 15 Many dishonest tax collectors and other notorious sinners often gathered around to listen as Jesus taught the people. This raised concerns with the Jewish religious leaders and experts of the law. Indignant, they grumbled and complained, saying, Look at how this man associates with all these notorious sinners and welcomes them all to come to him. In response, Jesus gave them this illustration. There was once a shepherd with a hundred lambs, but one of his lambs wandered away and was lost. So the shepherd left the 99 lambs out in the open field and searched in the wilderness for the one lost lamb. He didn't stop until he finally found it. With exuberant joy he raised it up and placed it on his shoulders, carrying it back with cheerful delight. Returning home he called all his friends and neighbors together and said let's have a party. Come and celebrate with me the return of my lost lamb. It wandered away but I found it and brought it home. Jesus continued in the same way there will be a glorious celebration in heaven over the rescue of one lost sinner who repents, comes back home and returns to the fold more so than for all the righteous people who never strayed away. Jesus gave them another parable. There was once a woman who had ten valuable silver coins. When she lost one of them, she swept her entire house, diligently searching every corner of her house for that one lost coin. When she finally found it, she gathered all her friends and neighbors for a celebration, telling them, come and celebrate with me. I had lost my precious silver coin, but now I've found it. That's the way God responds every time one lost sinner repents and turns to him. He says to all his angels, let's have a joyous celebration for the one who was lost I have found. Then Jesus said, once there was a father with two sons. The younger son came to the father and said, Father, don't you think it's time to give me the share of your estate that belongs to me? So the father went ahead and distributed among the two sons their inheritance. Shortly afterward, the younger son packed up all his belongings and travelled off to see the world. He journeyed to a far-off land where he soon wasted all he was given in a binge of extravagant and reckless living. With everything spent and nothing left, he grew hungry for there was a severe famine in that land, so he begged a farmer in that country to hire him. The farmer hired him and sent him out to feed the pigs. The son was so famished he was willing to even eat the slop given to the pigs because no one would feed him a thing. Humiliated, the son finally realized what he was doing and he thought, There are many workers at my father's house who have all the food they want and plenty to spare. They lack nothing. Why am I here dying of hunger, feeding these pigs and eating their slop? I want to go back home to my father's house and I'll say to him, Father, I was wrong. I have sinned against you. I'll never be worthy to be called your son. Please, Father, just treat me like one of your employees. So the young son set off for home. Even from a long distance away, his father saw him coming, dressed as a beggar and great compassion swelled up in his heart for his son who was was returning home. So the father raced out to meet him. He swept him up in his arms, hugged him dearly and kissed him over and over with tender love. Then the son said, Father, I was wrong. I have sinned against you. I could never deserve to be called your son. Just let me be. The father interrupted and said, Son, you're home now. Turning to his servants, the father said, Quick, bring me the best robe my very own robe, and I will place it on his shoulders. Bring me the ring, the seal of sonship, and I will put it on his finger, and bring out the best shoes you can find for my son. Let's prepare a great feast and celebrate, for this beloved son of mine was once dead, but now he's alive again. Once he was lost, but now he is found, and everyone celebrated with overflowing joy. Now, the older son was out working in the field when his brother returned, and, as he approached the house, he heard the music of celebration and dancing. So he called over one of the servants and asked, "What's going on?" The servant replied, "It's your younger brother. he's returned home, and your father is throwing a party to celebrate his homecoming." The older son became angry and refused to go in and celebrate. So his father came out and pleaded with him, come and enjoy the feast with us. The son said, father, listen, how many years have I worked like a slave for you, performing every duty you've asked a faithful son, as I've never once disobeyed you. But you've never thrown a party for me because of my faithfulness. Never once have you even given me a goat that I could feast on and celebrate with my friends like he's doing now. But look at the son of yours. He comes back after wasting your wealth on prostitutes and reckless living. And here you are throwing a great feast to celebrate for him. The father said, My son, you are always with me by my side. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. It's only right to celebrate like this and be overjoyed, because this brother of yours was once dead and gone, but now he is alive and back with us again. He was lost, but now he is found.